This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, discipline toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show. Well, hello there, community listeners, followers, everybody. Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. I have just been loving hanging out with you guys live lately, so I'm doing something fun again, and I am recording an episode for the Fresh Start Family Show, but I'm doing it live over on Instagram too, so I can have some fun engaging with you guys, possibly answering some questions if I have time. I have 40 minutes until I need to be on another call, and I was like, you know what? I want to record. This was on my heart, this subject that we're going to talk about today, and I'm just fired up and excited to um, to bring this message to you. So, all right, guys, today I want to talk to you about how we have the power to treat the old way as is if it is dead. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. We have the power in all areas of life and especially our parenting, to treat the old way as if it were dead. So I wanna tell you more about why this is such um, a passionate message that I wanted to get out that was put on my heart. So this last month, at the time of this recording, it's February, 2021, In January of every single year, Terry and I do a three-week fast with our church, The Rock, um, here in San Diego. Everybody rock, woo! Where's all my rock family at? Um, But every January, this is an incredible opportunity to grow deeper in our relationship with the Lord based on bringing some things out of our life for a while that we may have been wildly dependent on in the past or think that we had to have. Now, if, um, you know, if you're not a family of faith or if you've never done a fast, it sounds scarier than it is. <laughs> it's actually this incredible opportunity to challenge yourself and to really look at some of the things that are happening in your life, maybe some habits, some things that you're consuming on a consistent basis um, that possibly, you know, are more important to you, so to speak, than your relationship with God. So for us, it's an incredible opportunity. Now, there's all different ways to do fast, of course, and we have some good friends who really um, do it on a level that is so inspirational and admirable. I know our pastor, Miles McPherson, talks a lot about how he's done three and four week fast where, you know, he'll do juice and then some vegetables and fruit, and then they really go like a week without food. Oh, I think they always have water. I think there's a few days I go without water. I don't know. If any of you have done a fast like this, you'll have to put it in the comments and tell me because holy smokes, it's admirable. 
But they always say that it really deepens your faith with the Lord when you are in this place that you're on your knees, so to speak, and thinking like, I have to have this or I'll die. And then you realize that it's not true. You don't have to have that. You actually are able to go without for a bit and that opens up kind of space, so to speak, for you to ask questions, to um, ask for support, to go deeper in your prayer journey, all these types of things. So with that said, Terry and I um, haven't quite developed the courage to go that deep with our fast yet, but we do always choose something that we feel like will strengthen our relationship with God. So this year we were doing um, already some eating things with our son to try to help him with breathing difficulties that he's always had. So he's suffered from allergies, cold-induced asthma. He gets sick a lot in the past, and he's never really been able to breathe out of his nose very well ever since he was a baby. And so this year, we started to experiment with diet. So we were already in January going to be doing no gluten, so uh, gluten, dairy, or sugar. And then for the fast, I decided that for me, what I was going to do was I was going to go without alcohol, which definitely is a big um, happy spot for me. Like my five o'clock five o'clock glass of Sauvignon Blanc or Chardonnay, especially on a Friday or a Saturday, is like that is life. <laughs> So I was gonna. I decided I was gonna go without um, alcohol and then process food for the that three weeks in January. So you can imagine. So it was gluten, sugar, dairy, alcohol, and processed food. And I know some of my friends were like, "Wait a second, there's nothing left." And I was like, "Oh yes, there is. There is a ton left. There's so much goodness in just things that come from the earth." Oh, and then I'll add that we are um, a pescatarian family. So. Um, I don't eat meat. <laughs> and so it left me with, I had to get really, really creative over those three, week, those three weeks um, in regards to what I was putting inside of my body and also what I was going without, how, how I was handling the stressful evenings when before I would have just gone to that glass of wine thinking like, oh, this is, this is my happy spot. This is how you relax after a long day when you've hosted you know, five days of live sessions with um, thousands of families from all over the world and you're tired and you're talked out and you have a headache. Like, how do you relax? You grab a glass of wine. Well, not during those three weeks. So, um, and even processed food, there was definitely tons of moments where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm busy or I'm stressed. Like, I just want chips and salsa. And it was like, no, you have to get creative to find something else. So it was so eye-opening. It it's always is eye-opening every single year, but there was so many pockets um, and moments that were created from this fast where I got to stop and really ask questions and just hang out with God. I know in my own personal faith journey, you know, it, it all it doesn't always look like sitting down and lighting a candle and opening up my Bible and, you know, like ha having my eyes closed and being in this like super uh, quiet space. Uh, my relationship with the Lord also often looks like just like, hey, God, what's up? Like, good morning. Like, oh, my God, I'm so thankful for this, this, this and this and that. And like, how are you going to bless my day? Like, what direction do you want me to go in? It's a very like I'm an on the go type of person. So this is a lot of what my relationship with God looks like. So 
Anyways, I really enjoyed it. As um, the fast went on, uh, it got easier and easier over time to not feel like I had those things, um, to be perfectly content having a lettuce wrap um, with my beans and you know my rice versus like having to have bread or a tortilla or all that kind of stuff. And it did become easier over time to grab um, a fresh you know juice or a Lacroix in the evening and and be able to relax in other ways and be able to. Um, just find other solutions. So after, as the fast came to a close, um, God blessed me with a beautiful scripture that I was like, dang, that's what it's all about right there. It was Romans 6, 4. So, um, and again, if you're listening to this or watching right now and you're, you know, a family of faith, cool, like, awesome. Love you. Love my brothers and sisters in Christ. And if you're listening or watching right now and you're not a family of faith, I promise you, I promise you that everything I'm going to talk about today is going to, you're going to be able to relate. You're going to be able to apply um, the lesson here at the core of this message. So Romans 6, 4 basically says, um, and for, so it says, for we died, for we died and were buried with Christ by baptism, right? So if you think of traditional baptism, it's kind of like you're dunking, I don't know about you, I was baptized in water. My husband was baptized in water. We were baptized as adults. I did not grow up um, in knowing God at all. Um, but anyways, you bury yourself underneath the water and then you're risen back up. Okay, let me read more. So, for we died and were buried with Christ by baptism, and just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we may also live new lives. And the reason why this struck me so deeply, and God just blessed me with this message of, and I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta get this out to my amazing community of incredible parents from all over the world, is because it reminded me that, you know, we have a powerful motive to resist the old ways that we thought we relied on if we think of them as dead and buried and ourselves as risen. So when I think back to these few weeks, there were situations where if I had not thought of like, no way, it's not possible, that's not what I'm doing, if I didn't have the kind of the hardcore boundary of no, I made an agreement. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm definitely not doing it during this this three-week period. I would have just stayed in that habit and never got to experience what it looks like to be risen in a different way. So this is what I see happen over and over again for families who are courageous enough to say no more to the old ways. So, and what I'm speaking about, you know, when, when I say old ways is... A bunch of stuff that is definitely sinful in nature, again, if you are a family of faith and you like to look at it that way, definitely sinful in nature, but even if you're not a family of faith, they're just actions and behaviors and ways of thinking that feel like crap. They suck joy from your life. They don't bring you closer with your children. They don't make you a more effective leader in your home. But if we can consciously choose to treat the desires and temptation of the our old nature as if they were dead 
holy smokes, you are able to access so much power and creativity that really will just change everything for you as a parent. So let me give you some examples of what I'm talking about as far as like the old way. So, so many families, when they come and find me here at Fresh Start Family, they might be in some patterns of working with their children, of seeing their kids, of seeing their spouse, of seeing everything in life through a lens that may include some of these things. Um, Resentfulness, especially if you have a difficult, air quotes, difficult or strong-willed child. Feeling guilty at the end of each night. Beating yourself up because you feel like you should be better, you should do better, you should know better by now. You know, I have so many teachers who are like, I go to go to um, school all day and I'm able to like be so patient with these kids and then I come home with my own five-year-old and I like, I just like flip out on them. Like I should know better. I should be better. Just this last week, I had a beautiful coaching with one of my Bonfire membership community parents who had won our contest last month that we have in the membership community. That's the only opportunity people to get um, people get to have one-on-one coaching sessions with me because I don't do private sessions. It's only available through these contests that we run through our membership community. But I had the honor of coaching her on the in <laughs> the non-effectiveness. What is the way you say that? Ineffectiveness. Ineffectiveness of beating yourself up. So many people think you need to beat yourself up and. The version of that with kids is they need to make sure they know how bad they are when they misbehave. Basically, my point is I had the honor of coaching her through why it's completely false that you have to beat yourself up. It's more actually a derivative from our pride and our ego that we think we're in charge of, you know, what really is naturally given to us, which is grace. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly, about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, 3-2-1 countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning, you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being, air quotes, mean to their sister or disrespecting you, But then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you can end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. 
I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. Okay, here's some other things um, that is kind of represents the old way of being before parents find a new way. Um, perfectionism, right? And again, this can this all these things I'm talking about. You can think about them in a parenting light. You can think them about them in just normal living life. Um, once you get to know a different way, that is for me from the Lord, full of grace, full of light, full of compassion, full of pointing me in the right right direction, um, reaching out and pulling me upwards. Like there is never in my own journey, faith journey, there is never a rubbing of my nose in the carpet, in the mistakes, like what's wrong with you, all these types of things. So perfectionism is another thing that we see so much as far as a old way of living that once you learn a different way, you realize it doesn't serve you. Pride and ego shows up all the time in the old way of living. Anger, resentment, blame. I see this so much in parents where in the beginning, you just really feel like it's your kid's fault. That was my story. Like I, when I first When God first put positive parenting into my life, I was full of blame. I really thought that my three-year-old, Stella, who is, gosh, just grown up to be the most beautiful, incredible, inspirational soul ever. She's 13 now. If you've never heard me tell the story about the dark, deep season I was in when I found positive parenting or when God gave me blessed me with positive parenting, um, but episode one of the Fresh Start Family Show is a great place to start, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash one. I'll make sure I put that in the show notes too. Um, But I was so full of blame. I just thought if she would just act different, if she would just be better, if she just wasn't so sassy and, you know, defiant and difficult, then I would be able to find joy in my life. I wouldn't have to yell. I wouldn't have to hit. I wouldn't have to judge and condone and inflict pain on my daughter. Like she makes me totally full of blame. Um, How about denial? Denial is one of those like old ways where it's just like so clear that, you know, once you become aware of some of the ways you're contributing in the dance, like the families that really open up and love the work here we do at Fresh Start Family, they naturally have a humble heart that they're willing to look at. But the old way for many of us is denying that we are contributing to the dance. I remember back in that season of life when I was having such difficulty with Stella um, and just parenting and life in general, I was in definitely a a rut, (laughs) a dark valley. Um, I remember someone saying to me, my beautiful neighbor who's a preschool teacher, still lives, lives next door to me, 
13 years later or whatever, um, she said one day she had this parent conference and she said, you know, um, what these parents don't realize is the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And I was like, what is that supposed to mean? Like, because at the time, Stella was full of like, meltdowns and tantrums and like she was she would just fly off the handle I felt like I was walking on eggshells with her like all these are some of the words I would use to describe that season um, before I became fluent in this work and I was just so offended because I was so full of denial that I had any relationship to her drama like I was just like there's no way I just have this strong-willed kid and it has nothing to do with me. But I just remember being so appalled by it. And then now I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, it was exactly, that's exactly the case because Stella is my mini me. Taryn, my 10 year old is totally daddy's mini me. Stella is totally my mini me. So it's, it's just funny now looking back. But denial is kind of one of those like old ways that again, once you realize you don't, like treat that as if it's dead because it does not serve you. It's not an option. Um, fear, for sure. Living in fear all the time and not knowing how to feel it. That's the difference. Like um, fear, feeling scared is a God-given emotion. It's important that we understand how to feel it. And on the other side is bravery and courage. But back then I was just living in fear. Like what is wrong with my child? What is wrong with me? Something must be wrong with her. We've got to get like some type of diagnosis. Is it ODD? Is it ADHD? Um, I was Googling like, what does it look like if your child's possessed? (laughs) Like all these things. Like Um, there's something gotta be wrong with her. Like I was just so fearful. Like what if she never, you know, is able to keep her hands to herself or what if she never is able to listen in a classroom well, or never able to make friends because everyone thinks she's bossy. It was just so many like what ifs, um, without really just being able to know what to do with that feeling of being scared. Um, blaming, we talked about assuming the worst and just being easily irritated and angry nitpicking, addictions, right? These are all things that definitely, for many of us, we would say is our old nature or possibly what we're in right now. And now, thank God, because we got connected and maybe you've started to dabble in our free workshops that we offer here at Fresh Start Family, or maybe you're in our paid programs as a member of the Bonfire or as a Foundations Course student, but you're starting to realize like, holy smokes, like these are some habitual actions or behaviors that I have that I don't want to do anymore. I want to let go of those things and um, and not have that be my way of life anymore. So does any of that resonate with you where you're like, heck yeah, I want that to be just an old way of life that I treat as dead. Like nobody wants to be angry. No one wants to hold resentment. No one wants to blame others. No one wants to be a perfectionist. No one wants to beat themselves up, right? But this is what I feel like happens to many of us. We kind of get into, we can get into a bit of a victim mindset where we think it's impossible to change. Or we look at other people. I've had so many people tell me before, well, it just seems to come so easily to you. Like, you're just so positive. You're so able to, and I'm like, heck 
No, it's such BS, you guys. I have worked my ass off over the last 10 years through personal development, through prayer, through healing, through so much, through positive parenting. Like I have, I can't even tell you the amount of hours I've spent in a positive parenting classroom to shift my freaking behaviors and my mindsets into this very empowered, incredible state that is the new way. But the reason why I tell you all of this is because there is such power when you can stop thinking that that old way is an option. Like it's freaking dead, you guys, it's dead. It's not meant for you. You don't need to rely on any of that stuff in order to raise good human beings. You don't need to be that type of person or that type of parent in order to get respect and to have people you know, do what you want or to be able to influence people. Just treat it as dead. You have to trust me. Okay, so here's another example of what I realized over the last few weeks that was so cool. So I had the opportunity to take Stella and her best friend up to an indoor volleyball tournament up um, in Los Angeles in Seal Beach. It was beautiful because it was the first time I've ever got to actually see her play indoor. She's been playing beach volleyball since she was like in second grade, but now she's like a competitive athlete. She's a fierce athlete. She is Oh my God, she's amazing on the court. So I got to be one of the parents that was allowed into the gym because it's COVID. They're super strict right now. And we had gotten Stella a present um, to go to see a Stranger Things drive-through exhibit for her birthday months ago. So it all lined up and I was like, all right, girls, I'll take you to stay in Hollywood, which by the way, was so creepy during COVID. Do not go to Hollywood right now, you guys. (laughs) Oh my God, it was so creepy. It was weird. It's not the normal Hollywood right now because all the tourists are gone and mm, it's sketchy. Anyways, but I didn't realize that. So anyways, we stayed in this nice hotel because we had hotel points and I was like, okay, we'll go to the Stranger Things exhibit, which was in LA and we'll have fun and we'll just have this like great bonding experience as one of Stella's birthday presents because she loves Stranger Things. I love Stranger Things. So we go to this exhibit and I'm thinking it's going to be like kind of rinky dink. I knew it was put on by Netflix, but I didn't, I didn't realize it was going to be so freaking good. So we drive up and just the whole experience from start to end, you guys, was absolutely amazing. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever been to as far as like experiential things. And what was so rad as I was leaving was I was just could not stop thinking about and celebrating the creativity that went into that and made that event happen because the old way was not possible. The old way, if Netflix and Stranger Things were to hook up and to try to create an event where, you know, people are going to be stoked to pay. I mean, it wasn't cheap. It was like, I think 80 bucks a ticket, I want to say. Um, to come like have this experiential event, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have chosen a drive-through, right? And like what they had to, and it was pouring down rain in Los Angeles that night. So the things that they had to do as a team to come together to say, okay, well that old way is dead. There's no way we can do that. It's just not an option. Like we can't have people near to each other. Um, and so how are we going to do this? How are we going to make it work? And again, like it was incredible. So completely COVID safe, you know, they, I mean, there was like, they made so much money that night, car after car after car, like thousands of cars probably went through that drive-through event over the course of, I think it was like a two or three week event in a converted uh, parking garage 
And it was just crazy. It was so beautiful. And I just couldn't get over how rad it was, the creativity that was unlocked because the old way was dead. They did not even entertain that it was possible to get thousands and thousands of people in one area and be close to each other. No, they needed to be in their cars. They needed to have the windows up. Everyone needed to be safe from COVID and they executed it. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Okay. Another example of this um, is how I got to witness the creativity that came out with us as a family when it came to supporting our son through that three-week elimination diet. I told you that we did, or actually it was four weeks. Now we're actually even in the second and third stage of it to help his breathing, which by the way, it's completely helped his breathing. So removing dairy and gluten, now we're testing sugar right now, but to watch the creativity that came out of us when we knew that eating like classic sugar at night was not an option. We weren't going to do it. It was the old way. And we had gotten into a pretty bad sugar habit, you guys. Like ever since Halloween hit, we were just like, <laughs> we were just eating sugar all the time. So to find that like after dinner treat or when we wanted to bake and take part in like, you know, a little neighborhood cookie thing for Christmas or something, uh, we had to get creative. We had to go find the gluten-free, dairy-free recipes. We had to start, um, you know, looking at what kind of dried fruit and macadamia nuts we could purchase um, to kind of give us that little sweet um, 
reward or whatever, that happiness at night. Uh, we started using juices. We started drinking kombucha, like all these things that this creative creativity that came out of it because we said, no, we're not going to do it anymore. Another example is I have a few bonfire members right now that this, this is kind of a great example through their journey. So one of them came on probably about four or five months ago and she said she had this pivotal moment where things had gotten really hard in their house. Like she has um, a few incredible boys. She's a teacher. She's amazing. But she um, she had an, an evening where I think they had been in a habit of doing things in an old way, which breaks my heart, but they had been told as a family of faith, mentored by certain books out there or certain so-called experts in the field of parenting or trusted counselors or pastors that the way to get your children to listen and respect you and to respect the Lord is you lay hands on them and you make sure they know that they cannot question your authority. And if you need to, um, you do what you need to do. And that often for their family included spanking and just you could you when she came into the program, you could just tell it had wrecked their relationship with their boys. They had tried all the ways to like the BS, like you remain calm. If you do, if you hurt your children, um, when you're not angry, then that's the way to do it. That's the way you get it. And they had like tried everything, but they were like, this is not working. Like everyone is, this does not feel right with our heart. And then God put us together and they joined our program and now they're doing so much better and they're amazing. But the night she actually said yes to a Fresh Start Family program. I think she came into the Foundations course and then later became a Bonfire member. Her son had punched a hole in the wall. Like the anger and the resentment and the um, the revenge and the um, just irritability and the like mistrust and the pride and the ego had just been like brewing as this old way. And she realized like, this is it. That's the cool thing about those pivotal moments, you guys. They may feel awful, but they often will cause you to go a different route. Like some of those worst moments will cause you to be like, that's it. We're done with the old way. We're freaking done. And so to watch her go this new way and to watch her and her husband sit down and declare in writing, we are done with the old way. We are no longer laying hands on our children and thinking that that is the way that we have to do it to be a strong family of faith or to respect Jesus. They were just like, we're done. And it, you could feel the empowerment when they came in to the membership group because they were serious. So after that, and again, I think it's been six months, um, they have had to find creative ways to influence their children. And it's working. There is so much more peace in their home. They are starting to actually see what it looks like to have a child apologize to his brother on his own without being forced or made to pay the price for their mistake. Or they're starting to see self-control and self-regulation and and you know, um, patience and compassion build in their family, not because they're forcing it, but because they're starting to implement what we learn here at Fresh Start Family, the new tools and trust in God that they don't have to teach and mentor their children and teach important life skills by doing it that old way. 
okay? And then um, one more example I was gonna give you um, was um, another Bonfire member. It's been just, I mentioned her a little earlier in this episode, but I have just been loving cheering her on because her journey has been magical, how she has gotten to much higher ground with her two boys, especially her older son. Um, but you can see one of the areas that she's still a little hung up in is sometimes she has trouble trusting that the new way is the only way. And the reason why I love coaching her and I have no doubt that she's gonna get there because I remember those days, right, where I doubted, I thought I had to do it an old way. And the thing is, it will jack you up because you're still hanging out with the enemy's lies. You're still in relationship with him. You're still allowing his lies and his scarcity thinking and his negative BS stuff to fill you with fear every single day. And then you won't be able to follow through with actually having self-control when your child does something. And you know, in order to teach your children self-control, you have to model it 10, 15, 20 times first. And so it's just been an honor to support her through that journey as every day she builds those skills up to trust that the old way is dead. Like it is not serving her. She does not need to engage in it anymore. And the more she only engages in the beautiful rising and trust in the new way, which by the way, at the bonfire, membership community now, we we now have a, do, a Google Doc where we keep our success stories that is 328 pages long, you guys. That's nuts, right? So families who come into that program after they finish the foundations course, they have me, right? They have all my stories, um, which our video library now that's part of the bonfire is filled with over 35 lessons that I just tell story after story after story upon how these tools work so magically to influence children. Um, and to help them build life skills, to raise good, kind human beings who are strong and courageous and have high self-confidence and high self-esteem, but are also humble and who contribute, who take responsibility, like all these things, it works. And I know that that gives parents confidence, but it has to be a decision that you make. You have to be so done with the old ways that you stop entertaining it as an option. Because remember, you are the one that has the power. If your mind is still into entertaining those things, you will have trouble carrying through and have trouble finding the courage to actually apply the new tools or follow through all the way. And that's really what you do. You need to do in order to find success. So not to say that you know, along the way, you're going to have your days, you're going to have your moments where you're like, yeah, today's just a hard day. I'm just in a scarcity mindset. And I'm buried by the like, what ifs? What if this doesn't work? Or what if this is stupid? Or what if um, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid? <laughs> I remember having so many moments like that, where I was like, am I just like drinking the Kool-Aid that compassion and self-regulation and, um, you know, relationship and connection and trust and mutual respect? Like, what if it doesn't really work and you just need to like <laughs> hit the crazy out of kids or spank them till they learn? Like I had my days, you guys, but those days started to become less and less and I started to trust more and more. And the more I hung out with my trusted mentors and people who were like-minded and people who were getting the results that I also wanted, 
the more it just became easier and easier to only live in the new way. All right, you guys. Well, I hope that encourages you guys today. I just had that message on my heart. I had to get it out to you because I want you to feel empowered, especially you guys. I think one of the easiest ways um, that you can practice this in your home is on the compassionate discipline side. So if you're used to doing the traditional punishment, I love to teach about compassionate discipline because so many of us were raised with the traditional punishment, right? Which includes usually fear, force, intimidation, overpowering, having some sense of external control over our children, right? Like we have the power to take away a lot. We have the power to hurt them. And it's just some, it's just an area that is something I'm so passionate about helping families switch out of. Because when you embrace a compassionate discipline mindset, oh, it's just such a more peaceful, I think, um, life that brings you closer to God. If you happen to be a family of faith, it will bring you closer to the Lord. Because let's be real, you guys, <laughs> Jesus was literally one of the most peaceful, compassionate, and strong, and powerful. Remember, those things go hand in hand. Just because you're compassionate and gentle and respectful and peaceful and patient does not make you weak, right? So, for my families of Christian faith, remember that we have the ultimate role model to be able to teach like that, right? Our Heavenly Father, that's what Jesus did. That's how he taught. But I just love supporting families to, to embrace the compassionate discipline mindset, to let go of the punishment mindset. And when you let go of the punishment mindset, you are just the creativity. When, you're, when you stay pointed towards the light, the creativity starts to flow through you and you start to see all of your options. Within um, our foundations course, we have a whole module on, on compassionate discipline. And then within our Bonfire membership program, we have extensive deep dives into what compassionate discipline looks like in real life. I know I have um, a folder of the last 10 years of compassionate discipline exercises and teaching you know, activities that I have done with my own children that I show in one of our Bonfire membership group lessons. I call it a gazillion compassionate discipline. I actually call it a, com a gazillion logical consequence ideas <laughs> because our family loves to watch um, Austin Powers. I know it's awful, you guys, but we do. My kids are older now, so don't judge me, okay? We love Austin Powers, but one gazillion compassionate discipline ideas. And it's just one of the, the best places you can start if you're like, okay, I see that I have a lot of habitual behavioral things as a parent that do not feel good, aren't serving me, aren't getting me the results that I want. And one of them probably is the discipline front because my kids in timeout all day, we either threaten spankings or we do spankings. Everything's, you know, I'm going to take something away or something's going to happen to you if you don't listen. Like that's kind of what traditional punishment looks like. It's all about ex external motivation and we help you shift that into what does it look like to teach and influence your child in a way where they start to build those internal or intrinsic motivation and self-control skills. All right, you guys. Well, it's been so fun hanging out with you. Um, 
you can always, always grab our free guide to raising strong-willed kids. If you happen to have a strong-willed kiddo and you would like to start learning with us, um, I would love to send you a free guide. You can grab that over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash strong-willed kids. But I will make sure I put everything that we talked about in today's show notes um, when this episode airs. You'll have access to all of those links and goodies. I love you all. Thanks for listening. We'll talk soon. For links and more information about everything we talked about in today's episode, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 77. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kid's worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.